When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie Coleman, in for the guys today. Thanks for being a part of it and allowing it to be a part of you. It is Canty and Carlin, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app. Series so X and Channel 80, and tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Football can't stop, won't stop. When it comes to the combine, when it comes to the XFL, and even in college football, a disturbing situation involving Jalen Carter, one of the top prospects in next month's NFL draft. He's been charged with reckless driving and racing in connection with a crash that on January 15th killed a teammate in Devin Willock and a recruiting staff member in Chandler LaCroix. Let's bring in our man Cole Kublik from the SEC Network to talk about that and much, much more. Hit him on Twitter at Cole Kublik. And Cole, Ian made the point. I thought it was very salient what he had to say in terms of Georgia had to have known about this before this became public regarding Jalen Carter potentially being charged with a misdemeanor for reckless driving and racing in the state of Georgia. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, well, I'm 100% sure that they knew about it because I knew about it. So, um, and, and I know multiple other people inside the media that knew about it. It wasn't a real big secret, something that, that a lot of folks had been kind of discussing behind the scenes. And just I think there was some curiosity as to legally how it was going to play out. And, and now we'll see, you know, how that affects things moving forward. It's unfortunate and, you know, because you stated it early there, Freddie, as, you know, the tragic loss of life is what should be focused on more than anything else right here. And that is, you know, two young people who had a lot of life to live you know, are not going to be able to continue that life. And, and their families are going to be without them moving forward. And that in and of itself is, is unspeakable. So I, um, I, you know, think about praying for their families and, and hope everything goes well for them. But. Uh, Jalen Carter obviously has a lot in front of him right now from the draft, from the combine. He's going to be talking to NFL teams. There's there's a lot in front of him as to you know, what his future holds, and this is obviously going to impact it. How much? We don't really know. You know. Cole, you're right there in the middle of a couple of big stories. You know, you have Brandon Miller at, at Alabama. Uh, you do a show on WJOX for Greg McElroy in the morning, uh, you know, and, you, and obviously now you have this, um, and, and you know that Georgia program about as well as anybody. So, if you had advice for any athletic department when it comes to things like Brandon Miller, you know, giving a teammate a gun that was used to tragically kill a woman on the strip in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, or this with Jalen Carter, to me, my advice would be get out in front of it. You know, just be transparent. You know, don't don't, don't have the all of a sudden this gotcha moment, right? So how, how do you feel about that? What would your advice be? I think the first thing would be, uh, I agree with you getting out in front of it, but maybe let's try to get out in front of even more things before they actually take place. Um, you know, I've already been asked yeah. by multiple people about the unintended consequences going a little bit further with NIL. And now, you know, just the resources and the power that a lot of college athletes have and, and maybe a lack of responsibility that comes with that. Um, you know, going from high school to all of a sudden being in college and having $50,000 in your bank account. $500,000 in your bank account, you know, being handed a vehicle that goes zero to 60 in less than three seconds. Um, you know, those, there's a lot of responsibility with some of those things that a lot of young men have not had to face and probably haven't had a lot of real discussions about. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, you know, how much of that is on an athletic department? How much of that's on a head coach? How much of that is on assistant coaches? I, I don't really know the answers to all of those, but I do think there are things that athletic departments are going to continue to have to look at as to how to manage, how to realistically discuss. And, you know, then you're going to get the people who say, you know, yeah, you got to, you got to stop hiding and coddling these athletes. You can't keep protecting them from the media. Well, they also don't know, they don't know how to answer questions like that either. Um, I mean, I, I think some of these athletics departments, don't necessarily know exactly what to say, how to say in certain events. Um, you know, I think crisis management teams would be something that would probably do a couple of these athletic departments uh, yeah. a, a pretty good service and probably be worth the spend wow. when certain instances come up like some of these that we have discussed. Cole Kublik, SEC Network, from Auburn Center, joining us here on, on Canty and Carlin with Freddie Coleman. I'm Ian Fitzsimmons in for the guys here on ESPN Radio. Uh, to ball, uh, no easy transition from that. So uh, let's get into it, man. I mean, uh, you know, you've seen Bryce Young, you've seen Will Levis, you've seen Anthony Richardson, which I'm stunned that he's in the top 10 type conversation right now, the upcoming NFL draft. You've seen them all. What do you think? I'm not stunned that, that Anthony Richardson would be mentioned there because keep in, well, keep in mind, Ian, it, it, no, no matter what we're talking about, whether it's a completely refined, polished college quarterback like a Joe Burrow, there is still going to be some instance of – you know, there's still going to be some sense of potential that you're drafting on. I mean, if you're, mm-hmm. if you're just drafting a finished product, I don't know why anybody would take that guy first overall. You still want somebody to be able to improve and find a way to get better and be able to you know, make themselves have a better understanding of just football and how things operate and be able to do things maybe even behind the scenes. So when you get 6'5", you know, 235 pounds, who can dunk from the free throw line and you know, run a <laughs> sub 4 five forty. <laughs> Uh, you know, you, you probably get a little excited about that. Then you see him throw the football 73 yards in the air. And you're kind of like, okay, we can work with this. He might not be able to diagnose everything. He might not be able to read every defense. He might make some throws that are not going to be caught by his team that he thinks he can complete at times. But of all the other things he, we know he can do, we can work around that. And I think you get that. I think you have three different style quarterbacks with the first guys off the board that you're talking about. You have just the the absolute physical specimens that are capable of doing things that nobody else is. That's Anthony Richardson. That's Will Levis. And then, obviously, you have a guy in C.J. Stroud that's just going to be a very polished elite passer, elite thrower of the football, not as athletic, not as physically gifted, just from size, speed, vertical ability, things like that. And then you have a guy that's just – you know, maybe maybe just overall best quarterback as far as cerebral, as far as managing the pocket, working the pocket, changing arm angles. Maybe the, maybe the, the better description for Bryce Young would be the best at being today's quarterback because that's what I see when I see Bryce Young outside of the, of the size. And I'll, I'll be honest with you guys, it's, it's concerning. I've stood mm-hmm. next to him, shook his hand. I've been in meetings with him multiple times. And you walk away almost every time saying to yourself, how does, how, how does the kid survive? But he's got a knack for being able to protect himself. He understands I've, how to I've do never that. seen him take a big hit, Cole. I've never seen him take a big hit in like the eight games I had him in person. You had him even more often. No, he than gets I did. it. He, he understands how to he understands how to manage that. But the guys that are doing the hitting are going to be getting there a little bit faster now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah. you, you better have a little bit of an extra sense of how to protect yourself if that's how you've been getting away with it. But the reality is there's, there, there really aren't throws that he can't make. Okay, he might not be able to stand flat-footed and drive it 62 yards in the air like Levis and Richardson could, mm-hmm. but how many times is he going to be asked to do that in the NFL game? Um, you know, If you're talking about the quick game, if you're talking about manipulating the pocket, arm angle, throwing off platform, 
just an understanding, anticipation. I mean, there was a throw in the, in the bowl game against Kansas State where he's having to leave the pocket and he's leaving to his left, and all of a sudden he just pops up and the ball comes out like almost to 3 o'clock to his right, and it's right in the receiver's hands. I'm, I'm rewinding the film thinking, like, how in the hell do you even see that? Like, how do you know? How? how? That's all you say. So, you know, he's got that Steph Curry in him. Steph Curry's his favorite athlete. He's a, he's a bit of a magician. And he, he's a, I'll say this also about Bryce Young, and this is, not, this is not comparative to those other guys at all, but I've spent a little more time around him. Probably he and Will Levis I've spent the most time around. I've been out, around Anthony a little bit. I've never met C.J. Stroud. But if you're talking about the demeanor, you're talking about the makeup of a, of a franchise quarterback and the kind of guy you want to give that kind of money to to direct your football team, Bryce Young's that guy. He, he is that dude. He wants all the responsibility. He wants all the blame. He wants every ounce of people saying, it's do or die and it's on you. He accepts every bit of the pressure. And, and he'll put it on himself. I mean, go, go back two years ago when people asked him about not winning a national championship. He said, plain and simple, at SEC media days, that's on me. I wasn't good enough. I'll take the blame for that. Put an entire team's, I don't even going to say failures, because they still had a great year. Hell, they won an SEC championship, beating the eventual national champions, by the way. And he said that that was on him. In fact, they didn't win a national title. So the makeup, the DNA of, of Bryce Young is one that I would absolutely want leading my franchise. And a lot of people may wonder about it, but a lot of people sign up for it based on what Cole Kublick of the SEC Network just said. Oh, it's a pleasure having joining us here on ESPN Radio, part of Canty and Colin with Freddie Coleman and Ian Fitzsimmons. Cole, it's a pleasure, my man. I'll talk to you soon, and thanks again. This is really weird, guys. I just got to say, like, the sun's out. <laughs> I don't know how the vampires are surviving out, out with the rain. I, I don't know. How. It's just strange. It's we're, really, we're, really odd. We're, no, we're normally the princess of darkness, so we're getting a little daytime love, so I can completely understand why up is down and right is left, so we get that. Thanks a lot, Cole. I don't even know you guys knew how to function when the sun was out. <laughs> I hate you. I really do. I, I, I despise you <laughs> on so many levels. But God bless you. Thanks, bro. Brother. Yeah, Cole. Take care, guys. Cole Q, look at the FC Network here with Freddie Coleman and Ian Ben Simmons. No longer the Prince of the Darkness now in the daytime here on Canty and Carlin, presented by Progressive Insurance. We got to peel back the uh, the layer of that onion, right? Then, yeah, a so, little bit, yes. Cole joins Freddie and I every Tuesday during football season mm-hmm. yes. at like 10 o'clock at night. Yes. So, yeah, so for, for him, him to be here right yeah. now, it's like, hey, yeah. what in the hell's going on right now? Even Cole feels like the monster mash and Dracula coming out of his coffin, <laughs> hang out with us here at 5 o'clock Eastern time, 4 o'clock in the Central Triumph. By the way, when it comes to progressive insurance, drivers who switch and save with progressive save nearly $700 on average. Our feelings haven't changed about Aaron. It feels today more real than it ever has at any point. Do you want him back as the quarterback of the Packers? Those discussions have to happen and making sure that it's the right fit. Today was the first time that the window was opened by Brian Gutekunst to say that he may not be back in Green Bay. He said our season and what happened last year adjusted our thinking a little bit. And now he's saying that all options are open. So he's going to play somewhere else. Canty and Carlin continues here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. Tune in and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio with Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. So, welcome to the line in the sand portion of this program when it comes to the Green Bay Packers, starring their general manager, Brian Gutenkust. He told reporters on Tuesday, the NFL NFL scouting combine, that Ryan Rodgers has not told them his plans. Also, the quarterback has not spoken with the Green Bay Packers since the end of last season. Direct quote from Gunkunst. He said, and I quote, We haven't really had those conversations yet. Not a lot to report until we have those conversations. 
We've exchanged some texts and things like that, but we haven't had our chance to speak with him yet. Our feelings have not changed about Aaron, but we need to have some of those conversations about our team, where it's going, where he's at before going forward, end quote. When Aaron Rodgers heard about that, he had this response on the Ari Marcus podcast. We'll explain that podcast in a second. It's a very, uh, there's a finality to the decision. Mm-hmm. And I don't make it lightly. I don't want to drag anybody around. Look, I'm answering questions about it because I got asked about it. Um, I'm talking about it because it's important to me. If you don't like it and you think it's drama, you think I'm being a diva or whatever, then just tune it out. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But this is my life. It's important to me, and I'll make a decision soon enough, and then we'll go down that road and be really excited about it. We'll go down that road. We'll be really excited about it. I'm telling you, man, that same tone of voice for an hour and 47 minutes. If you, if you suffer from insomnia. Oh, you're out cold in a second. Coach, 20 mm-hmm. minutes in, I mean, you're, you're not night. You're good to go. And the one thing that stood out to me from that little clip there, and I didn't know who Aubrey Marcus was. I guess he's like worth $200 million. For those who don't know, he's, it, he's, a, he's an experimentalist, unconventional fitness junkie, and human optimizer. He is the CEO of Omnit, an optimal human performance company that he is building one of the fastest growing companies in America. The last year made over $80 million in profit. Yeah, he's loaded. So that's why Aaron was with him. <laughs> when he said, I don't want to drag anybody around, biggest crock of BS I've ever heard. Uh, that's all he's done. I mean, we thought last year, three years, 150, right? You're happy now. You're good. You're now the highest paid player per year in the history of the NFL. Not total guarantee, but per year. Mm-hmm. He was. And you thought it was done. Okay, here he is. He's in Green Bay for the next three years. What happens less than a year later? We're back in this rabbit hole of, I don't know. I mean, you don't want to drag anybody around? You just signed a three-year, 150 contract. Three years, $150 million. Yet, less than a year later, you're doing the, you're dragging the Green Bay Packers franchise and fan base and your teammates around yet again for the third straight year. That was a blatant lie. I don't want to drag anybody around. That's exactly what you're doing. Again. Maybe and you said, know what, maybe man? Maybe he didn't want to drag anybody around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and what's he doing? Dragging uh, drag, uh, uh, even even more. <laughs> Look, man, uh, if I'm Green Bay and you heard the tone from mm-hmm. Goody yesterday, the GM of the Packers, right? You heard Mark Tauscher, a ten a ten year Green Bay Packer vet, offensive lineman who blocked and protected Aaron Rodgers. He's in the Green Bay Packers Hall of Fame, saying yesterday with us right here on this show that for the first time he believes this might be it, that the Packers might move on from Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. Not even Aaron from Green Bay, but Green Bay from Aaron. And here's the thing. If you're the New York Jets or the Raiders or whomever – do you want to bring this drama into your locker room? Because it's going to be there if you sign him to a two-year deal, the remainder of his contract, right? You, you, you just bring him in. Mm-hmm. You're going to be dealing with this exact same thing next year. I would prefer a very good quarterback that I can have for seven, eight years and like a Derek Carr than a 
whatever darkness, you know, go to Tibet and see the little dude with a golden child and Eddie Murphy, right? I mean, guy <laughs> that, and that is Aaron Rodgers. Look, man, I know he's Canton, but. Okay. Here, here, I'm done here. with yeah. it, man. I am. I'm not done with it because it's entertaining to me. I find comedic, I find comedic value with Aaron Rodgers pulling. Meaning, if I were a player, yeah. I'd be done with it. Well, if I'm a, if I'm a fan I, of Green I, Bay, I, I'm done with I, it. Well, I guarantee you, fans of Green Bay are not done with it because he still represents the best chance when win the win championship. Especially, we don't know about Jordan Love. We don't. Kyle said yesterday, uh, every uh, every Green Bay fan that he he run, comes across. Well, okay, I don't know how many he saw. That could be twenty. That could be thirty. I don't know. That's not representing the whole population of Packers fans. So I'm not going to buy that. Uh, well, he does a show there, and Gabe Neitzel does a show. Who was on with us yesterday? I and they're get like, it. dude, yeah. every Green Bay Packer fan that calls the show, they are exhausted with Aaron Rodgers. Sure, they can be exhausted with it, but let them lead them to a championship, and all of a sudden nobody's talking about that. So they can spit that out right now if they want to. And that's the right as Packers fans because they're tired of the drama. I get it. Let Jordan Love become your starting quarterback. You go seven and ten. Then you're gonna be longing for the days of the Prince of Darkness. We know how this works because winning is the ultimate sanitizer, and everybody knows that. And Aaron Rodgers knows that. He know he he knows he represents the best chance for that organization to win. The problem with that is right now, Green Bay doesn't care anymore. And that is a blow to his ego. He wanted Green Bay to say, you know, when Aaron makes a decision, we're here for them. Brian Gunku said, you can make a decision, but we made a decision. We may want to move on from you. And a guy like Aaron Rodgers, who is at Power Church and State, doesn't like it. Because now Green Bay is not Green Bay has told them it's not about what you can do for us in terms of winning games or bring us close to the championship. It's all about you need to show us more respect and we know you're not going to. So what are you going to do about it? You know what's crazy, Freddie, is that remember Aaron Rodgers could not stand the way that Brett Favre would hem and haw. Absolutely. And what is he and doing what's now? what's he doing right? It's That's the a exact great point. Same thing. And here's the other part. Gutenkunst yesterday said, hey, we need, we want, we need to see Jordan Love play. Mm-hmm. And yep. you said, all right, let him go 7 and 10. Well, let me ask you this. What if they go 11 and 6 with That's Jordan fine. Love at quarterback? I'm completely good with either way what they want to do, yeah. what it, they decide it, to do. It is to the point now, and you just mentioned it, but we have not heard that tone from Green Bay until yesterday. Dude, either blank or, get off, the or pot. get off the pot. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, man. Like, we're done. Exactly. We just gave you three years, 150. We mm-hmm. thought we were finished with this drama, and mm-hmm. here we are again. I don't look, when you the moment you start thinking about retiring in football, you're retired. And he's playing this game about, sure. well, I, I went into the darkness and I, I'm going to, you know, figure it out. I don't know what I want to do yet. Right there, I'm going, you know what? I'm out. I am out. Done. Moving on. Maybe Green Bay's the same way. They are out. They are done. They want to move on. The question is, will they or can they? That's the one. We'll see exactly how that shakes out as we have another edition of the Aaron Rodgers Prince of Darkness Chronicles here <laughs> on Canty and Carlin. With the Ifrit Simmons, I'm Freddie Coleman. You can join the conversation anytime you want at triple eight say ESPN. That is eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. So that's one situation in Wisconsin that they're all talking about and dealing with. There's another situation in Wisconsin that they should be talking about more, and that's the unstoppable Milwaukee Bucks. We're gonna do that next on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. So if you're sick of Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, Giannis is here to help you through. With Ian Fitzsimmons, I'm Freddie Coleman on Canty and Carlin, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app, SiriusXM Channel 80. Tune in and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio with all the folder roll and all the drama. That's gone to Prince of Darkness, and I swear it's like he got in touch with inner Quiet Storm voice, like he's about to do Barry White radio by going from that retreat and speaking in a low kind of timber, and, you know, people think I'm a diva, and, you know, that's fine, but I'm going to make the best decision for me, and we're going to hope everything works out. That was how Aaron Rodgers sounded like. At the exercise or whatever demons he had to exercise in Prince of Darkness. Well, clearly he didn't exercise them because yes. he hasn't made a decision yet. No, so. no. Those are everybody else's demons. <laughs> his demons According are fine. To him. Yeah, his demons are fine. Everybody else. But then you have a guy in Giannis Antetokounmpo in that same state, in that same area, that is the antithesis of Aaron Rodgers. He's not about drama. He's about having fun, playing hard, playing for his team, and not being above comedy like roasting Kevin Durant on Comedy Central's The Daily Show. Kevin Durant, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) You keep joining super teams to win the NBA title. How about... How about we work out together sometime so I can teach you how to carry your own team? Uh, see, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> stuff oh, you can like tell he, he cracked himself. He, like, yep. he, he read it. I mean, it was probably written for him, right? In the mm-hmm. joke. I don't care. But even though he probably had seen it before just to do it live, you hear him crack up like, I can't believe I'm about to say this. You know? <laughs> but, I mean, taking shots at other superstars, and he's also extraordinarily self-deprecating. He reminds me of Dirk Nowitzki, a generational-type player. That's a good comparison. Who is, you know, will do anything to market his team. You want him to sing karaoke on, on the Jumbotron at the arena, which <laughs> Dirk would famously do, and it was awful and tone-deaf and hilarious. To just going and kicking your butt. I mean that that's it goes a long way, man. Yeah. And it, and it, it he that part, especially being in a, in a town like Milwaukee, it goes a long way. He's beyond beloved. He chose to stay loyal there. He's not going anywhere. He's a megastar, mm-hmm. and 
to be able to be self-deprecating and yeah. have the confidence, even in a comical way where he mm-hmm. cracked himself up, mm-hmm. to be able to take a shot at other superstars. Man, yeah. it, it, that's, it's refreshing for me to see. Yeah, I'm going to take a shot at media centers like New York, Philadelphia, Los Angeles. They would ruin a guy like Giannis if he played there because the intent and the pressure is so immense when it comes to not only just trying to make things happen in that city for those fan bases, dealing with the media time at the time, those situations would ruin a guy like Giannis Antetokounmpo. I'm not saying it's a good or a bad thing. I'm just saying what it is. He can do those kind of things because even though there's pressure, being an NBA superstar, playing in Milwaukee, it's nowhere near the kind of furnace that he would have to deal with time and time again because even if you do something great, there's always a never-satisfied, never-satisfied feeling with fan bases, and also the meet in certain places. If he was in New York, Boston, Los Angeles, Philadelphia, they would ruin exactly what we see and hear constantly from Giannis Antetokounmpo all the time. And enjoy. Oh, absolutely. He he would walk around selling all the time. And there's certain people that walk around selling anyway that are either sensitive or that's just their personality. And I'm good with it if that's who you are. But I would hate to think that somebody's personality would be ruined, and it would be if he played in media centers with fan bases and stuff like that. A right, couple of things. One, they've won 15 straight. Two, he's dealing with that wrist, right? We're going to see when he comes back. Well, he came know. back last uh, night. He yeah, played. Yeah, 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 I know. But, I mean. 33 you know, and You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, it's just how, how long-term, how healthy is that damn thing, right? But he's the kind of guy that will come back early to be with his guys. You know, he wants to play 82 of 82. He's not about load management. A lot of guys would have taken a couple more games. Like, oh, you know what? We're in first right now? Yeah. Or, or, or the team would have told them to sit it out for a, a couple little more GS, games. right? You know, when you see in an injury report, you know, mm-hmm. DMP, why? G- general soreness? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's a new one. That's <laughs> actually been on injury reports, right? I mean, yeah. So you can see uh, some guys, Giannis, no. I'm getting back out there with my guys, right? Yeah. I wonder how KD responds to... And when he saw that, was it ha ha good line? It was you know knowing it was written, or because we know how thin skinned Kevin Durant can be. Was he taking that as, no man, that's not funny, or was it, all right, good shot, you know, Daily Show, comical, the writers wrote it, you delivered it, all right, that was funny. What do you think with Kevin Durant? And I don't like to cast aspersions on somebody, but Kevin Durant's all about basketball. He's not about comedy. Not saying he doesn't have fun. He's going to have fun his own way. He's going to do it on his own time. But he listens to everything. He had a burner Twitter yeah, account. Yeah, I, I, but it also depends on this. By the way, Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie Coleman, on Canty and Carl on ESPN Radio. It also depends on what kind of interaction they have during all-star games and stuff like that. That if he knows what kind of personality Giannis is and it's fun-loving like that, it may not bother him as much. Now, if it comes from somebody else that he competes against. I wonder if he would feel the same if LeBron James did it. He respects LeBron James, but he doesn't want that. If LeBron James, quote-unquote, clowned him like that, that would not have landed well with a guy like Kevin Durant because they're in the same kind of atmosphere when it comes to brand, when it comes to name, impact, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Giannis isn't in that atmosphere? Not, here's why he's not, because he's fun-loving, but he doesn't have to deal with or take on as much as those two guys do. And that's why I think playing in Milwaukee – helps a Giannis more than anything else. He's a superstar player. His talent is has no is unparalleled what he's been able to do. 
but his interactions with people are going to be different because compared to Giannis, compared to LeBron, compared to Kevin Durant. LeBron does something like that. Kevin Durant's giving him side eye. Giannis does it. Kevin, oh, that's just Giannis. I've seen that before at All-Star Games. I'm good with it. He does something like that. I mean, that that was the second thing I thought of, right? First was, Mm -hmm. all right, man, Giannis is just awesome. He is. He'll take a shot at himself, right? He'll do whatever the team needs to promote. And he just wants to go out and gut you. I mean, just win. Um, But he can be comical and lighthearted, you know. KD, on the other hand, because it was Kevin Durant that was the, the, the brunt of that joke, we all know he is extraordinarily thin-skinned for a superstar. Yeah, and by the way, he was never like that Oklahoma City. Not saying I want that back, but I want some semblance of that back when it comes to Not Kevin happen. Oh, we're well past that. But the Again, minute, yeah. He had burner Twitter yeah. accounts. Yeah. The, the minute that he caught heat for leaving Oklahoma City to go to Golden State, that, that Kevin Durant's not going to exist anymore. It's a shame, as far as I'm concerned. But to that joke's point, Giannis is never leaving. He ain't going anywhere, man. That's home. Milwaukee's home. Dallas yep. was home to Dirk. As mm-hmm. many times as people said, you need to leave, he finally got that chip and got it done in the one place where he wanted to. Dirk signs autographs now. I know. 41 is number 21 and 1. 41, 21 years, mm-hmm. one team. Not one title, one right. team is what that one lead. Oh, it's awesome, man. Dame Lillard in Portland right now. That article in The Athletic is phenomenal. If you haven't read it, highly recommend it. Where does he want that ring? Hell yeah. But he wants it in Portland. Mm-hmm. He's not going to go and join up with a, quote, super team like Giannis in the joke right there with KD. Yeah, no doubt about uh, that. That goes a long way, man. And Giannis is one of those guys where it's going to be one team and as many titles as he can deliver. By the way, you can help people in areas affected by the Turkey earthquake, including Turkey and Syria. All you got to do is please visit redcross.org slash ESPN. That is redcross.org slash ESPN to help the Red Cross respond. Your donation enables the Red Cross to respond to and help people recover from this disaster and will provide humanitarian relief such as food, water, hygiene supplies, emergency shelter, and medical care. All you got to do is visit redcross.org slash ESPN. You want to hear how Ian Fitzsimmons got as surly as Kevin Durant can be at times? Find out <laughs> next on Canty and Colin on ESPN I really Radio. Do. I hate you. You're going to hate me even worse in about five minutes. That's next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman on Freddie and Fitzsimmons. 
the Cash and Canty and Carlin version on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Don't forget about us and tune in and tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. So what three letters left Ian Fitzsimmons as mad as a teenager who had their parents take away their cell phone? You're about to find out right now because you had a serious, serious day that started at dark 30 in the morning involving three letters that can be the bane of everybody's existence across the country. That would be DMV. All right, so this happened, this goes back like six months, Freddie. So it's middle of football season. And, you know, my my driver's license in the state state of Texas, you get like seven, eight years, right? Right. Before your Texas, you know, before your license expires. Okay. So... It's, I had no idea my driver's license was going to expire on Sunday. Six months ago, my, my, my wife gave me the paperwork. Hey, your driver's license expires in six months. Mm-hmm. Might want to go online, knock this out. Middle of football season. And all you you heard, know how that went I'll, over with me. That, all you heard was Charlie Brown's teacher. Wah, 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 wah. wah. Gone, right? I, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll get to that. I was immediately on to... Bama LSU or, you know, Green Bay and whomever, whatever. Right. The moment she finished saying, you need to renew your driver's license, here's the form. Mm -hmm. Totally forgot about it. Mm -hmm. Literally, I'm talking like maybe three seconds after she got done with it. Right. Gone. Two months ago. Hey, dummy. You see this form? Your driver's license is about to expire. You're now working XFL games. You have to fly. You need a driver's license to board said plane. Mm-hmm. What you might? Okay, I'm on it. Mm-hmm. What did I do? Nothing. NFL playoffs. <laughs> completely. Like, the moment she got done telling me, "Hey, dummy," completely <laughs> forgot about it. So. On Monday, she waited till after my birthday on Sunday. Monday morning, she goes, hey, dummy, you have an appointment in Mineral Wells, Texas at 9 o'clock in the morning. Now, why couldn't to, you go closer to home? Because they're all booked, like months in advance. There, there's no way in the city of Dallas, week of, you are getting an appointment to renew your driver's license. It's like a month and a half wait list. I've got to board a plane next week, right? Mm-hmm. To go to Seattle uh, for the Seattle Sea Dragons versus, I can't even remember they're playing. But anyway, <laughs> I got I got Guardians and Roughnecks this week, dude. I mean, I'm Renegade, sorry. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm focused on, on this week. But anyway, right. I got to get on a plane next week. I drive at 5.45 a.m. this morning, and she's loving this. Like, hey, you did this to yourself, buddy. I drive from Dallas, Texas, <laughs> to Mineral Wells, which is west of Alito, Texas, which is west of Fort Worth, Texas. Which is west of what you should have done six months ago, Texas. <laughs> oh, mercy, brother. That alarm went off, and I mean, I damn near hit the roof. Like, like oh, my God. I have a plane to catch? What city am I in? Oh, I'm in my own bed. Get to the DMV and Mineral Wells. Now, population, I mean, I'm going to guess... 5,000, okay. right? Whatever. All right. Go to the DMV right next to the high school. Pull in. You have an appointment? I do. Good. There's only two of us working today. <laughs> oh, wow. There's four, there's four stations. There's two people at the Jeez. DMV in Mineral Wells. That's small. The people watching was phenomenal. I mean, it, it was it was, it was was awesome. What was the I best mean, one? 
I'm gonna get, here we go. Yeah, I know you kind of got a glimpse of this, but yes, the, the teenage kids going in for their driver's license test, you know, whatever. But, I mean, the, the old guys looking for the CDL or their long haul truck driver's renewals. I mean, that, those those guys were hilarious. Right. This one dude comes in, and I'm sitting down now. Right. I mean, I'm a o o o whatever. You know, I mean, it's now serving. It was me. I, I sit down. Mm. You know, tell the young lady I'm an idiot, and you know, not not a young lady, but yeah, you know what I mean. I get you. Yep. Yeah, and she's, I mean, just country countryer than I am. Wow, country <laughs> than my mom. Really? Which is she raised thoroughbred racehorses for a living, right? She's country than sugar sandwich. Huh? Sit down, darling. Come on. Oh yeah, you let your driver's license expire. You're a moron. Yeah, you are. Your wife's right. All right, come on now. Go, going through everything. Right. This dude walks in. I just want to change my address. And this guy's about 6'2", 300. Ooh, okay. Well, darling, we're not taking appointments. It's only two of us. But just go on the internet and go online and you can change your address. I don't have the internet. But mm. do you have a phone? Well, sure. Well, just go on your phone. It's hanging on my kitchen wall. Oh, God. I'm like, oh, my <laughs> God, Magnum, right? Wait, hold and the on woman a goes, hold 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 the phone's <laughs> hanging on the kitchen wall. Right. Is Your is rotary, he, right? Is, right? Is she yeah. from 1945? <laughs> what? <laughs> then she goes, well, you can go across the street to Starbucks and get on the internet. Star what? Oh, God. <laughs> like, this guy is off the serious? grid. I mean, you talk about all, I mean, I'm taking off the grid. I said, sir, you have a computer at home? Yeah. Just get on the internet on your computer. <laughs> Ain't got no internet connected. Then, then what's the computer there for? I don't know. I said, where do you <laughs> live? He goes, five miles down the road. We've got about 150 acres, cattle. What not? Mm. Internet? Nah. Cell phone? Yeah. Flip phone, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> said, That's not surprising. This woman goes, you know what? Heck with it, buddy. You're next. Everyone, hold on. I'm helping this guy. We're just going to change an address, take five minutes. That was my experience this morning at 545 bleeping a.m. in the morning. That guy's still there, what? by the way. That didn't take five minutes. Believe me. Star what? Oh, God. Bucks? The Wild Wild West. <laughs> and now with Enix Spin to the DMV. That's next. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.